Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hi everyone, this is Jeremy Soule and you're listening to Nerdy Show. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. I'm John Lavelle. I'm Jonna. And today, we're going to talk about the first actual day of E3, the first day of the convention, E3, day one. Brandon crawled up my ass yesterday about calling yesterday day, yesterday day one, but today is the official day one. Is the actual day one. So, so you, know, you know, you have to explain it. <laughs> let's, just start, let's just start all over. Will the banner say day one or day two now? Can this be day 1.5? I'll start what, but you know what? I shouldn't even have this conversation because, like I said, they're going to be getting this episode on day two, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. I'm John Laval. I'm Jonna. And we're going to talk about E3. Today, well, the day we recorded this, this is the first day of the show floor being open, us seeing all the new games. It's also uh, the day that Nintendo unveiled their Nintendo Direct video, which they've done this year instead of a press conference. So everybody the world over got the same information at the same time about what was coming out from Nintendo. We haven't yet gotten our hands on with the games. We uh, we were doing other stuff today, but let's talk a bit about our reactions to what Nintendo had to show this morning. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, it, so Mario cat suits, Mario that, cat that suits, it. yeah. Just Mario cat That's suits, basically that it. it's going to it's going to bring forth it, it a will, ton is of for fan the art. first time ever. It's going to revolutionize. <laughs> it's going to revolutionize Sorry. the DeviantArt are website. These, are these cloud based cat suits? <laughs> uh, I, I believe the cloud suit is another suit. No, um, uh, this this pre- this showing this year really could make or break Nintendo. Uh, we we use aren't selling. Um, I don't have one. I don't have one. I don't have one. No, do I? I have one. Shut up. No, you do. I he's, do. He's I, got, it, he's got he early adopter. What what do you use on it? What is the last thing you've used on? All right. It? <laughs> okay. I gotta be honest with you. I think 90% of my usage has been Amazon. <laughs> but, but you have a computer. Right. But here's the thing about it. There's this cool thing called X-Ray, where it tells you who the actors are in each scene, and you can press it, and it takes you to their IMDb page on the Wii U controller. Oh, that's neat. Okay, it's kind of worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever get them wrong? 
sometimes like an actor will pop in like really quick and it's too fast for it to update. <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty fast. It's called X-Ray. That's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, super cool. So cat suits. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Nintendo. They they need they need games. They need to show us that they mean business. Uh, they need to give us reasons to buy the system. And on uh, you know other platforms, if you you get a PS Vita, you've got your asymmetrical gameplay. You have a tablet, which many people do. You got your asymmetrical gameplay. The asymmetrical gameplay comes with the Wii, and yet it's pushing developers away from doing stuff for the Wii. EA is not designing games for the Wii. That means no Star Wars games for the Wii. It's a bad cycle to be in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're being pushed out of the industry and shoved into a little box where only Ninten- that only Nintendo plays in. They've always played best in their boxes, but they but, need money. They need to succeed. But they're I, the only ones in their box. Yeah, I didn't even see any like showing off of the asymmetrical gameplay during these games today. Because none of the games on the Wii U even have it. That's um, that was the case last year. That that the actual features of the of the Wii U controller were either non-existent or downplayed to the point of insignificance and uh from what we've seen so far it looks like nothing else other like we um we was not it's not we party uh, we play um we play is the only game that really seems like it emphasizes that um oh scribble knots i mean you can type scribble knots is a scribble knots is a better interface for i'm talking about from the things they showed today yeah but most um, usually it's just a second screen or anything like that it's oh actually they, they did show the scribble knots dc we'll get into that later um anyway New Mario game looks wonderful. I would buy the system just to play it. Um, it gave artists a reason to live, though. Because, have you seen Mario in a fucking cat suit crawling around like a kitty cat? And like, like I adorable. said earlier, he's people are going to draw him with six nipples in a cat suit laying around with all the different characters suckling from him. <laughs> That's what I would draw, and that pops into my head. It's really funny. They're all, there's like there's like a picture of Peach hanging on with her butt out. She's got, a, she's got a little cat suit on. She's like, so, so in about one hour... <laughs> uh, after this podcast gets released, I'm sure there's already. The show I guarantee there's already fan art up about all the characters in cat suits yeah, right now on the forum. Uh, yeah. You're 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 not a you're not a confirmed furry, but you're excited about the cat suit. I'm excited about the art. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, there's other it, Mario games out. It's it's also got uh, it has the full roster from uh, Mario Mario Two That's Super Mario awesome. Brothers Two. I love that. Uh, lo- long overdue. It should have happened ages ago when they started re- you know creating retro games like this. As soon as they had four players, there should have been uh, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad, and not Mario, Luigi, and two Toads. That's fucking stupid. Um, so. Uh, Maybe too little too late in that aspect, but at least we're finally getting it. Um, Mario Kart 8, also worth the price of admission. Uh, drive on the walls, multiple tracks, hovercraft, uh, motorcycles really cool. are back. Pl- uh, probably, I think gliders are still in there. Was, was that, was that, yeah, yeah, gliders are in there. It looks great. It looks absolutely great. Donkey Kong? Um, a, a new Donkey Kong Country from Retro Studios. Um, as usual... They, it looks it looks uh, fantastic. It looks true to what Rare started, and it looks like it's going to kick ass. And it's made by the, the isn't it made by the team that made Metroid Prime? Yep, Someone's the whole Metroid me. Prime trilogy. Yep, um, it's Retro so, Studios. Yeah, they're they're pretty good at what they do. Um, uh, Bayonetta two. Bayonetta two. I, that was a the thing they featured for some reason. Yep, and it's not an exclusive, but the Bayonetta games are fun. So don't dismiss it because it's uh, a fun game. Smash Brothers. Yeah, we can't ignore Smash Brothers. And what we heard was that it was going to be for uh, 3DS. Turns out it's actually for both. Um, most of these titles, by the way, are all 2014. Uh, I think Mario yeah. Kart comes out this year, but nothing mm-hmm. else. Um, but yeah, Smash Brothers. And the big news, 
Mega Man or Rockman. Rookman. Rookman. Mega Man's in it. Mega Man has the and power of Robot Masters. He's so got awesome. little screens for eyes. It's really cool. It is his like um his power shots are outlined, so they kind of look old school. And I wonder if you can only fire three shots at once, which would be neat. Uh, the the Wii U one has the full HD graphical capabilities. The 3DS one's kind of styled like Street Fighter Four. Um, mm-hmm. they don't they haven't explained how they're connected yet, if at all. But I imagine they'll have some sort of, you know, some sort of gimmick to give it its, you know, the name that they're going to assign to it, I imagine, at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it'll just remain Smash Brothers. Yeah, there's always been an, an adjective of some kind. Yeah, I feel like it's early. I think that's or where they're now. both, like, 2014, because I don't think they have really done actually that much except confirm... Uh, was they also added Animal Crossing into the, the uh, roster? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Villager. Mm-hmm. Villi- Villager's in the mix. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to be asked a bunch of random questions to decide what kind of face he or she has. <laughs> um, Wonderful 101. A weird little game yeah. that I'm not sure what it is, but it looks really cool, actually. It, it does. It's like, I'm not quite sure what you, it is, you though. You play a crowd of people that transform into crap and fight <laughs> other things. And, and they, other they did show usage of the tablet. That's true. Yeah, that that game actually looked like it made the most sense with the uh, the Wii U tablet. And it looked it actually looked fun. So whatever. Uh, there's there's they said they're one of their following um, Nintendo Directs is actually going to be based specifically around that title. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of intentions behind it. That looks pretty good. Uh, overall, though, what's the coolest game we saw? A game called X. That well, I wouldn't say that's the coolest game, but it was. It did look very cool. It, it was very the cool. prettiest thing I've ever seen them do. Ever. Have you played Xenoblade? A little bit. Well, it's but, made by them. Yes, and exactly. Xenoblade's awesome. But X looked pretty damn good. Um, it was an open world game. I don't think it's an MMO, though. It's just open No, it's game. just an RPG. But it looks really, really incredible. So. It's a, the Xenoblade is really good, so I'm, I have high hopes for this one, too. So check it out. Uh, overall, though, That's pretty much it, it for it's, the conference. It's, you know, good stuff, stuff I, I really want to play. But not the incentives we were looking for. Not even remotely. No, there, nothing surprising, nothing shocking, nothing big. Like an F-Zero or, say, a Star Fox. Something big that would get people's attention. You know that there was something something old but something new. Not Pilot just, Wings. Which which has been a, a crushing disappointment when they re-released it. So, I mean, when they, when they took the name of Pilot Wings and turned it into, like, a bastard version of Wii Sports Resort... Yeah. For the, for the 3DS, that was one of the most offensive things they've done in recent history. Yeah. Um, but that's beside the point. Anyway, they didn't have the showing that they needed. This is kind of like... Um, it, it just, it's too little too late in a lot of ways. And I want, I want Nintendo to keep making hardware because I love the Wii motion controls. Uh, you know, they started it. Play, they've PlayStation's abandoned PlayStation Move. So there's only one name in the game when it comes to that it's Nintendo I want to play Zelda Sword slashing I don't want to play a Zelda Sword on an Xbox with no slashing techniques I don't want anything but Nintendo for hardware but they're but this, no one, yeah, exactly. there's a paradigm shift here something's got to give we don't know what's going to happen I hope they have enough money that they can hold out during this dark winter that they've approached winter is coming but uh, 3DS... You know looking, nothing, Nintendo. Still looking good. <laughs> like, 3DS still looking like a great roster of games. Not slowing down anytime soon. 
Um, and hey, Wind Waker on HD made me really want to play the game again. It looks so fucking pretty. On a side note, Nintendo pulled this dick thing where there was a huge line of people to get uh, like Zelda caps because of the new uh, like HD they were version. Them away, we saw a big pile. Yeah, they have huge like, like girls walking with toys. I, them. I saw today someone with a Zelda cap. Only no, they made their own. They, she made their yeah. own. Yeah. And so you wait in this line. They give you a fucking hat, which is cool. But you then they pose they with make it, you they stand. Take it away from yeah, you. they make you stand on the boat. Um, Wind Waker, the red king guy, whatever the fuck, I forget. <laughs> and then they take the hat away from you and tell you to get off. So you wait in this huge line to stand on a boat with a hat and you don't you get to keep the hat. to get head lice and then leave. They got boxes of fucking hats. And so we didn't so wait in line. So you say that the license was just to borrow the hat. <laughs> borrow the hat. And, not and then to, they were showing, it. well, it's, well you, when, you, when you decided to take this hat from us, you knew the risk. Despite the massive you could take number, it away whenever you want. the massive number of units they had, you could not... Yeah, yeah not, why, I, I'd like to say that uh, this brings up a discussion from our previous episode, or previous day's episode. Uh, that discussion spiraled into a big discussion between two of our uh, frequent forum members, Two Thumbs and Max Cree, on the E3 page, um, the Nerdy Show forum page for E3. So uh, if you want to weigh in there, um, it's it's quite the read of, you know, about the, the ridiculousness software of licensing and, and all on all that. Uh, meanwhile, Colin shared a video, which I guess we'll also share. Uh, it was that it had one of the uh, the, the long winded Japanese fellow from the uh, Sony conference who said uh, it's basically oh a video where he says, "Here's how you share games on PS4," and he's standing next to another guy, and then it says "Step One" and show and like holds on that screen for a while, and then he just then the, cuts back to them and he hands it to the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy says, "Thank you." <laughs> they just don't, they're just not they don't they cease they're not stopping they're being a, you know dicks to Microsoft they just keep going you know I feel like this is also stepping back their movement towards like digitally downloading full games yeah. like I mean I thought that was also part of what Xbox was trying to accomplish too in getting people to not buy physical hardware or physical software anymore was to have them buy it on Xbox Live and exist, you know, within the cloud. And right. thus, you couldn't let anyone borrow it because there's no way to do that. We really need to learn how to share downloads with our friends on the consoles. Oh, we that, we that, need to figure out how to do that one. They will never let you do that one. We just got to figure it out. Well, you can have, on the on the new Xbox One, you can have, what is it? They set up to 10 family members, whether they live in your house or not, use your content. Hmm. Your games that's, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that that was completely steamed, steamrolled over, and that's a pretty big deal. Something that, something that definitely Sony nor Nintendo were allowing you to do. Yeah. But we're getting off topic. E3. E3. Let's talk about what we actually yeah, did what, today. What we actually did, what we actually saw. Um, we, we checked out some closed door stuff. We got some hands on. Um, we got some videos coming out. We got videos for uh, Walking Dead 400 Days, the, the new DLC expansion for uh, Walking Dead Season 1. Uh, we got video for Scribble Knots, the. Uh, the DC character what's I can't remember the full title of the game. Um, um, Scribble not something. It was that. Good. It was like it that was remember the DC title. DC universe something. Yeah, like a DC universe adventure. It's got it's a long title. Like yeah. it. But anyway, it's Scribble Knots. It's every character from the DC universe ever. To an extent, I found I found the limit today, but it might it might, it, it might you, be different. By well, well, you, we'll, you'll have to you'll have to watch the video to find out. Uh, but but hey. Uh, DC Comics fans, you're going to really fucking love what they've accomplished. It just so happens that some of the newer New 52 stuff, really new New 52 stuff, might not be in it. <laughs> but that's the threshold. Everything else is fair game. Um, so, yeah, definitely a video to check out. And then also uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Uh, you love the DC Lego games? They're doing it again with Marvel, and it looks fantastic. Um 
And then we also we also saw Saints Row 4. We have a video for that. But we'll talk about that more um, as far as our experience. But we'll talk about all this stuff to a degree right here, right now. But um, while while I was waiting around with uh, with Matt to go see Telltale, you guys uh, you guys zipped off because you need to go to the Atlas booth get a crown. Yeah, we got the, some crowns from Dragon's Crown. Yeah, the so. the first thing we did was run to the Atlas booth because they were featuring a game called uh, Dragon Crown, and it's it's basically I don't want I don't know if it's a spiritual successor to Odin Sphere. No, it I is. mean it's just another Vanillaware game. Yeah. Their games all have a similar style, but I it's actually I think probably if you want to call it a spiritual successor, it's related more to Princess Crown, which is a Saturn game that mm. came out here. Oh, but I, interesting. I don't know if they're really tied together. Or if they you go just deep, like, Jonna. You know all this stuff. If, if they Seriously. Just, they might just like the word crown. I, I don't know. All but, I can tell you is a girl with double Ds forced my head into her, her bosom as yeah, she put a crown on me. And I couldn't look away because she made me bend down to put the crown yeah, on. Yeah, that, that happened to each of us. We each got a nice little face full of And the weird thing is Jonna... Jonna... Liked it a lot more than I did. Yeah. Which is weird. So, um, <laughs> But, so Dragon Crown is amazing. There was another game there that we didn't realize. Oh, oh so Dragon Crown is amazing. It's yes. like Odin Sphere. That means it's a sprite-based side-scroller thingamajig. It's four-player, yes. though. That's the cool thing about it. It's multiplayer. Uh, you can play uh, PS3 and Vita together, cross-play. That's awesome. And it looks pretty much exactly the same. There's some touch... Uh, screen controls on the on the Vita, which are really cool, um, but pretty much you can play them on either system. Can you, can, you to... can you do it on your tablet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the thing, yeah. I did a demo of it, and I accidentally played stuff I wasn't supposed to, because I was like, the guy was trying to show me stuff, I was like, I got this, I know how to play the Vita. I have one at home. And I just go to a random level, and I start playing, and there's like this huge werewolf thing. I was like, it's really cool. He's like, no, 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 you can't play that You're level. You're not supposed to be there. You're not supposed there. to be there. And he had to take that from He's me like, for Let a me second. Take yeah, he, he had to quit it and start me on like, well, the first spoiler level. Spoiler alert, giant werewolf. <laughs> but, but surprise, surprise. They've got this new engine where the boobs and the ass on, on like the, the female characters will move independently like on separate frames. There's a there's a sorceress girl with huge boobs and just each one just bounces independently from the other with every step. It's it's brilliant. Now does that use the uh, EA Sports Ignite engine? <laughs> it, uses, it, uses, it uses bounce tech. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But there was another game there that was just as impressive. I feel called uh, Time and Eternity. Uh, that was cool looking. It was it looked like traditional 2D animation for the character, but she was running around on a 3D background. Yeah, it looked like it really sounds smooth. Weird, but it, it worked well. It was very cool looking. Mm-hmm. We got to we saw a battle really quickly, and it was she was just kind of positioned sideways like classic RPG battles, but. She was all 2D drawn still, and it was, it was just kind of neat. It's hard to describe. You have to see it for Yeah, yourself. but running around as the character, it looked like you were fully controlling something that was, like, perfectly animated, and you were moving it. Uh-huh. And it looked like you're, you know, she, it was at the caliber of watching, like, an animation, like, show, like an anime show, and she was moving that smoothly. Wow, So okay. it was really incredible, and then, it, you know, in the battles, she would, like, run up to an enemy and kick them, and the screen would turn after you defeat the enemy, show another enemy, and she would take out a gun and shoot him, and then the enemy would come up, and she would, like, back kick him. And it's all really solid, smooth animation. And it kind of looks like you're watching a show half the time. It's really neat. Yeah, it was very, very neat. So two I awesome definitely games. I want to check that out when it's... At- Atlas always delivers. Yeah, those are definitely two games I'm going to buy. <laughs> Matt and I are big fans of Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, the Walking Dead game, for me personally, has surpassed every other thing with the Walking Dead name on it, including Robert Kirkman's comic book, which I've been reading for years. So that's quite an investment. And this game has won us over. Uh, when we saw them demo episode two at last year's E3, our jaws were on the floor. We could not believe how good this game was. And once again, 
they've done it with uh, 400 Days. It's coming out July. It's something to bide time while they're working on Season 2. And it is a series of vignettes that take place outside of the characters you know from Season 1. However, it will interact with Season 1. It will play with your data. And things that happen in this game will carry over to Season 2. Can you be silent in the whole game? As well, take the silent yes. approach and not talk to anyone. Yes. Yay, it's my favorite part is when someone's like, help me with this, and then it's just like three dots. And he's like, fine, I'll remember this. What I wanted <laughs> what I wanted to see today when I went in was whether season one was like this brilliant flash in the pan and like you wouldn't like I could, you know, as as great as it was and as much faith as I have in Telltale, like to reach that sort of level again, you know, is you know, asking a lot. So I kind of wanted to just see if there was the potential that, like, they still have it. And just judging from, like, the 15 minutes or so that we saw, they definitely have it. I wouldn't say it's better than anything we've seen in Season 1, but certainly the potential, like, they still have the skill set required. I mean, let me put it this way. You are, uh, you spend most of the the first vignette just talking to two guys on a bus, and then all of a sudden... Shit gets so intense you can't believe it. It's just like you're balls deep in the in the every tense decision making experiment that you've ever had to go through in the previous episodes. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, we were just sitting in the back, just ready to scream out what answers we wanted the the player to give because you know it was just such a tense situation. It, it was great. Also, shout out to Lucas Siegel from Newsarama who has been on previous episodes of Epic Podcast. We got to meet him in person today. It was a surprise. We didn't know he was going to be there, but we hung out this morning. Was and he it was as awesome. handsome as his voice? Twice as handsome. Okay, I would say three times. You're saying his voice isn't handsome? <laughs> anyway Any, yeah anyhow uh, we, were, we actually went there to see um the fables game that's what they build the appointments as but they couldn't tell anybody about the walking dead game so they just had us all show up for the fables game i admit i was a bit disappointed i wanted to see wolf among us but maybe that's gonna happen at san diego comic-con sure hope i'm gonna be there anyway <laughs> um <laughs> well there's yes mad max Yes. Ah! Oh, you're killing them. You just Sorry. killed the mic. Sorry. Sorry, future Cap, who's going to have to edit this episode yes. with his headphones on. And I just actually you can't hear me because you're fucking deaf. So whatever. So <laughs> here's a game that I don't, we didn't even know existed till we got to E3 and didn't know it was under development. I didn't all. know I wanted it. Yeah, I, I, me neither. <laughs> they showed it at one of the press conferences and we were just like, I mean, it was like I, it was like a five second video of someone. I, walking I love out of Mad a car. Max. I never thought there'd be a Mad Max video game. I didn't really know to even have that thought. Uh, no, John's rubbing dude. his face. John's <laughs> really dude. into this shit. Like you wouldn't. All right, Mad Max is literally my favorite. It's it's what made me want to make movies. <laughs> it's what made me who I am. It made me who I am today. Me and so, my dog just wander the desert, so saving it, children. It's awesome. Mad Max is awesome. And this Mad Max game, we didn't know we were going to be able to see anything because they didn't show anything but a pre-rendered trailer. Uh, yeah, so we, when, when the booth was set up, we were like, okay, then maybe they'll show something real quick. But they showed us a pre-alpha game. And they didn't dick around. It was pretty much one of the most impressive demos of the entire day yeah. because everything else was just a video. And it wasn't oh, scripted or stupid banter. It, it was, was like, it was this is what's going to happen and here's what preview. you can do. Yeah, it was a raw live demo of what they have. And for pre-alpha, 
It's very polished already. It's yeah. incredible. It's, and and yeah. But what I like to see is also there were a lot of potential what could have happened. Like yeah. it was that live of a demo that there were clearly things that you know different. They they made a point to point out that like the scenario can play out much differently than what they were showing, which is opposed to something like when you see like a Call of Duty demo when you're like watching basically a movie. John Bucket. <laughs> oh, Chum Bucket. You can upgrade Chum Bucket. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it too. Was Chum, Chum Bucket is a character who's your... Uh, He's your idiot, idiot savant. savant. Yeah. Right, idiot savant friend. He's kind of like basically Rain Man. Yeah. Um... Great and, engineer, uh, though. Yeah, and and he's a super engineer, and he makes you he helps build because you've lost the interceptor, which, by the way, implies that it happens between Mad Max and Road Warrior, because he has the right. interceptor. Right. That's cool. I, I just realized that just now. Mm-hmm. Um, which you heard, heard well, it here also, first. Also, weirdly enough, they, they the one the one weird thing during that entire demo was they were persistently saying your signature vehicle. They. You yeah. have to upgrade your signature vehicle. I don't know what the fuck signature vehicle means. It means that it's the it's the it's it is the the car from Road Warrior. Right. However, um, so it's basically like it's the uh, Batmobile. It's it's um, the Ghostbusters mo- signature vehicle. Mobile. Right. Well, they they did one, but they, they can swap vehicles. Yeah, out, right? yeah. You can. They, they, there was like a garage feature where you'll have more vehicles. In they the said yeah. you'll play over fifty iconic vehicles from the Road Warrior series. I need that. Cha- I need that train thing, man. Yes, Remember essentially that? how the gyrocopter. Ga- oh my god, gyrocopter! <laughs> how, how the gameplay was is you can do a lot of stuff off, you know, on foot. That's really cool. However, most of the action takes place seamlessly. It's on your car, in your car, uh, changing the physics of the car. For instance, oh god, yeah. they showed that you couldn't get past this gate, so you scavenge for items and you find like this heavy-duty grill you can attach to your car, but it makes your car heavy and then less agile. So then you you like put better tires on it, and then you put a better engine on it. It's better than Forza. And there was there was a thing where you're driving, and then you switch to Chumbuck, and he slides in, and you're in the back with a sniper rifle while he's at the wheel, and it's just it's amazing car battles and shit. Oh my god! It was. <laughs> it's like, how has no one done this before? Yeah. It, yeah, I think the reason is because there's never been, like, the films have always just been the films. Yeah. And it's I like made, Fallout in a car. Right. Well, Fallout was heavily inspired by Mad Max. Yes. So the, the designers have said that. But the thing is, nobody's really been interested. But now there's lots of money being thrown into it because of the film coming out starring uh, Tom Hardy as Max Rostansky. And, and Charlie uh, Theron. Theron is the uh, whatever the something Furiosa. Some character name. you don't know yet. Yeah, uh, she's the inter something interloper. I don't know. I forget what it's called. Interrogator. I Furiosa is her name though. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Money. She's bald. That's hot. Yeah. Sorry. Good. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the money's there. The team is great. Uh, it's made by Avalanche and uh, produced by Warner Brothers Games. And I, I, my God, like if this if nothing goes horribly wrong. This game will just be a kick-ass game that you have to buy. I don't know how it hasn't leaked, too. I, I, right? Uh, they open. did really good with that. Because we had no idea. <laughs> and, I, and I've been following the Mad Max movie production quite a bit, and I'm surprised we didn't hear anything about that. The one thing we did say, though, is that the voice is terrible. Yeah, the voice of Mad <laughs> Max sucks balls. That could be a... That, you know, they it, may not it's pre-alpha. That. Anything it's, can it's change. It's pre-alpha. Right. There's no way that's the final voice acting for anybody. I have a yeah. feeling it's going to be voiced by Tom Hardy, because the character did look a little bit like... A cross between Tom Hardy and Mel Gibson. So, what if they got Mel Gibson to do the voice acting? <laughs> they can't because he's not. He actually said he never wants to be Mad Max again. What a, what a dick! But he's playing the, some drifter. He's some random drifter in it, though. Yeah, whatever. But he did have the haircut though. From it's weird because he has the haircut from the third movie, from when mm. like he cuts it really short. Obviously, in this game is when he got that haircut. When he looks oh, like the mean? pilot. 
Or there's no continuity anymore. Tries to look like the I hope there is, but I thought they were rebooting Mad Max anyway, and that's what this what was. They I said, wasn't sure. They have not yet said that it's a reboot or a sequel prequel. They haven't said, but if they just said he just lost the interceptor and now it's the Road Warrior car, it's possible it's a between quill. Yeah, mm-hmm. a night quill. Uh, but basically, uh, I don't know when they're going to start actually showing. Uh, footage from Mad Max. Maybe you won't see anything yeah. for another year. I would honestly think the embargo has a lot to do with the movie, probably because there's probably some tie into the story, possibly. Right. Well, Chumbuck, it might be. Well, you know what? Now I While know that Chumbuck gets going to be so, in the movie. Well, we're talking. They, they may be just more nervous about details about the movie. That you do realize that when the game comes out, yeah. I'm going to start calling him Cumbucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's unavoidable. Okay, and all so you do is remove an age. The movie comes out 2014. Okay, next year. Uh, and they they said the okay. game comes out next year as well. Yep, Charlie St- Charlie Theron plays Imperator Furiosa, whatever the hell that means. And uh, I don't see a chum bucket listed, so hmm. oh, he dies! Spoiler! Oh, no! No! no, chum bucket! No, seriously, that chum makes bucket? Sense. Why? From what we know, um, for, dude, in the fucking first movie, they run over his baby. Yeah, I know. So I mean, fatalities Spo- are high. So spoiler alert! Gonna be I like haven't in, watched that. It's gonna be like in Fable where they kill the dog. No, <laughs> but then you can bring him back and he's like a poodle or something. That's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> what else? Okay, so what else do we see? D three. Um, just a, a quick side note: I saw a new Ninja Gaiden game. Yeah, it's really weird. It's completely what was it? Cell shaded. Yeah, cell shaded. And Very it's, cartoony. It's called. Let me get this right. Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. And Jana pointed out because I wasn't paying attention that he was fighting zombies. Yeah, the, the picture uh, was him holding a zombie head. Every, everything has to be. Zombies. It was really fast paced Ninja Gaiden bloody death action that you'd come to expect, but with zombies for some reason. Yeah, that's what we asked for: more zombie content. But it looked neat. The style you know, was whatever. Cool. Yeah, the style was really I cool. Don't, I don't like cell shading. Though, I do. I love cell shading. Cell shading rocks. It, it looks, looks like a comic book. But it looks like Dreamcast. In your point? Like, there's no way to do like a really nice HD high yeah, res cell shading. Uh, well, nobody's found Borderlands. it. Yet. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Wind Waker like HD. Did you? I, nev- did you I, not? Never, I never played that. Oh, it's what? In the Wind Waker's HD thing that they're just putting out. You'll you'll see yeah, it tomorrow. I don't. Play it looks amazing, guys. <laughs> get get out. Uh, uh, Nerdy Show listener Raven wanted us to uh, get some hands-on or info about Destiny. Um, Awkward. So we got in line for this closed-door screening of uh, something from Destiny. We weren't sure what it was going to be. We We got sandwiches and potato chips. Sandwiches, potato chips, not bad. Um, We were hungry. (laughs) It helped. Uh, It it was exactly the thing that they showed us at the press conference yesterday. Well, here's the thing. Okay, the press conference showed um, some people playing together. You know, they had some banter. Um, Some really know. bad interactive banter. Hey, pal. Well, I'm a gamer, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go find some some dope loot, epic loot, y'all. And then it's like, oh, this place is spooky, and it's and it's obviously scripted. Okay, so then we wait in line um, at the Activision place for Destiny, wait, and we get in this theater. We see we see the screening. And what do they tell us though? They said they said for the first time ever, we're happy to show you real gameplay of Destiny. And what did they show us? Exactly the same thing. Exactly the same canned experience. Now. It, they were actually playing the game. They were actually playing some variation of the game because even though it was, it was exactly different. the same scenario that they showed during the press conference, it was ever so slightly different. However, everything happened at the same time. They even had the character die at the boss it fight. It feels like it was on rails, but they were able to control the camera, yeah. so they, it just looked around slightly different. They, that's, that's how it felt. Yeah, they obviously it. had a script it, that they kept to. It seemed like, yeah, the only thing different was the, sometimes the angle at which something happened was different from the previous one. <laughs> Weird. The person died in the exact yeah. same spot. As well, I, and I also think all the usernames were the same. Yeah, yeah they were. So, well, that, that's going to happen because there's no real login. Yeah. It, there's no real Xbox Live system. It's probably, like, 
static well, type. Here's the thing. There's, there's this really sophisticated system where you have to get an appointment, and it's pretty difficult, and you have to go all these hoops to see this this behind-the-scenes look at Destiny. And then what it was was the exact same thing we've already seen, so I don't quite understand the point of it. And we were just very disappointed. It used up we, right. we invested that time into that. It was a lot the of exact time. same thing that we but, saw but, but on the flip side, it did afford us a pretty good opportunity. Um, really, like... We, we talked about this in the car, right, Cap? I mean, what was the number one thing out of those two? Like, we thought was, here's the throwaway, right, was going to be right, we Call of Duty. Call of Duty Ghost. Um, we also took time to see it at the Activision booth. We thought that was going to, you know, be, the, well, we'll check it out. Okay, sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, sure, we're not into it, but let's right. see what it is, right? Right. Let's see how it goes. Right, and then, and, then De- and then Destiny, oh, of course, Destiny, great. And then Destiny, because we'd seen it before, ended up. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Being the throwaway, and I just want to say it was very. I find it very condescending to uh, to show something that is so canned. I mean, like it's it's they're working with a rough script. They have the developers doing these demos, which is condescending to the developers. They built this game from the ground up. They should be able to talk frankly about the product they're making. That they're like, okay, so here we're going through this chamber. Notice all the light structures. It's all give us technical data. We're industry. That's what we're here for. And who gave us actual tech data? Call of Duty Ghosts. And good tech data, too. They were describing how things work, how it actually is, and how, they how gave the us a tech... Displays. They, they yeah. actually gave us, a, like, a three- to five-minute tech demo explaining what they use. Yeah, before they started showing us scenes from the game, they showed us how the fucking graphics engine worked. Yeah. The I, Call of Duty dog, I, they explained that all of this stuff you can do with them is actually real stuff that what the, the Navy SEALs use. Correct, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, for example, um, they specifically them- SEAL Team 6 that went and got... Osama bin Laden, they used uh, dogs in that situation. And they had the same technology you will get to Correct. use in the game. yeah. Like, the one thing they're talking about that's really cool is a collar. Like, it has a microphone. and a, For voice commands. For, for voice commands. But so for stealth. The dog can hear voice, voice commands, but for stealth, it has a little vibrating uh, collar, and you can vibrate the left side or right side, and it kind of steers the dog. It, it tells the yeah. dog where to go. Pretty neat. Uh, and so, uh, Raven and anybody else interested in Destiny, I- I'm sorry. We we tried to get something new, and yeah, nothing to show if, us. if there's anything if there's anything new, we'll we'll report it ASAP. But the thing is, is yeah. no everyone's getting the same experience we are, so no one's getting anything new, unless there's something deeper. But we'll we'll find out. We'll right. see what we can find. Oh, dude, we got fucking chips. We are the deepest. I got a covered. roast beef <laughs> sandwich. Yeah, roast. It was good and cheddar. Yeah, pepper jack cheese. It was on expensive it. cheddar. So, how was the underwater part of the Call of Duty? Oh, Ghost? I 
My oh, God. God, the underwater scenes I in the Call of Duty Ghost were so nerve wracking and beautiful. <laughs> Makes yeah. me want a new Echo the Dolphin game. It's yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin or Endless Echo Ocean Black on the Ops. Wii. <laughs> like it was just, it's terrifying, and we the can, graphics are gorgeous. We can also confirm that the. Um, that Call of Duty Ghost does have the word bro in it. Oh my it god. It does. It yeah. does, but it's only because the two main characters are actually brothers. Yeah, so but they don't still, just go bro. But, they it but, in, but then, yeah, there's, yeah, it's like, you, man. Come on, bro. The, call, the call of Duty <laughs> stereotype is alive and well in Call of Duty. Yeah. You will call. You will have your bro is in this game. I, I, I commend them for uh, for just you know, acknowledging, acknowledging it, it. And, 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 o- owning up to it. And as usual, the single play, the single player campaign looks pretty interesting. Well, yeah, no, it's it great. It Too bad great. no one cares about yeah. single player in Call of Duty. Here's the thing that I, that I always try to tell people: is Call of Duty has always had amazing single player stories, like interactive cutscenes, everything. It's really great. But everyone that I know who plays the multiplayer go, "I never played it. I just jump into the multiplayer." Whereas Battlefield games have a crap single player story, in my opinion. But the multiplayer Multiplayer is where the action is. Right. So I love Call of Duty, but only for the main game, not the multiplayer. Call of Duty has actually had some of the most innovative and interesting scenes in interactive uh, storytelling I've seen. Like, like what the first Modern Warfare, you you see it from the perspective of a political prisoner in a Middle Eastern country, and then at the end you're hung, and like you're 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 going to your death, and you're seeing people get shot in the street, like executions and everything, and then you're hung, and then and then the title comes up, and I was like. Oh my god. And then the credits roll and the fucking game's over. No, yeah, like, and it's, it's sad because most of the people that get that game never play the single player at all. And it really pisses so me off. So it looks neat. This was set in the, it, they said, they made a point of saying, despite all the bad stuff that's happened to America and the previous Call of Duty games, this is actually a new world. It's a new world. It's a new right. Call of Duty continuity. And uh, America is totally destroyed and we're the underdogs. Um, to put this into perspective, these guys. We're the cool. underdogs with a dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's her, the, her, her. That's the tagline right there. Yeah. The first, the first level we saw was called No Man's Land. I believe you're at the old kind of uh, uh, mansion-like house that these brothers used to live in. San Diego? Uh, out behind uh, this house. Of, ten miles north of San Diego. Uh, up, I, I, it's been a while since this war, I oh, guess. Yeah. Out behind this house is uh, all of San Diego basically destroyed. Huge nuclear crater. But grass grown up over it. That doesn't stop the Chinese or whoever from wearing uh, red jumpsuits, testing the radiation levels around you while you're just like, well, me and my dog are already sterile, so let's just do this thing. <laughs> I kind of uh, feel bad because they were just testing for radiation and you just kill them. Well, some of their friends had well, they, guns. So they, had, yeah, they, they said they were soldiers. <laughs> Plus, why would you nuke San Diego? That's not really giving you an, a tactical uh, advantage. Well, it actually like houses like most of like the south. There's, like, there's the military nuclear, is just like there's that nuclear uh, reactor in San Diego. Yeah, yeah that works. The yeah. power titties. Is that closer to L.A. or What the hell are power titties? I put some batteries in these power titties. Maybe we should link to a picture so I don't sound like a fucking crazy person. Don't link to the picture. It's literally two domes with little red nipples I have no idea. This doesn't exist. It's crazy. I hate you people. You're out of your mind. They're the power titties! And it's right near a major Air Force base. Oh, no, I mean Army base. Yeah, it's next to Camp Pendleton. Right. Something to look at. They practice Afghanistan there. So, uh, No Man's Level was cool. It was mostly a demo for what they do with the dog. Uh, the dog was cool. Fucking yeah. amazing. Sorry. The tail looked weird. It's I had beef with the tail. Like, uh, they, the graphics for the landscapes are really good, but they could use, they could take a note from Nintendo here and render the fucking fur. Yeah. I need that dog in Mad Max. <laughs> right? How does the dog go underwater with you? Well, he he. Because uh, how cool that'd be, be swimming there with the old scuba dive. No, building. that's a really interesting. That's a really interesting fact. The dog <laughs> was not in. They go to like Venezuela. Are we supposed to? 
This was uh, something that they don't show. You know, it was a, it was an exclusive. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't tell us. Right? It was it was it was Caracas. So, so this was yeah, Caracas. it was Caracas, Venezuela. Venezuela, yes. I don't know geography. Venezuela, yes. So they go to Venezuela. Uh, level called Federation Day. Right. Uh, rappel uh, rappel down a building after you so like good. slide across a thing. So realistic too that like when he comes down and like lands on the window, he like cracks it, but it yeah. doesn't break. His boots. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't break because it's it's. Uh, tempered. I get it. Okay, thanks. Uh, it was it was fun. It was cool. Uh, the the infiltration stuff, you know, the stealth stuff was nice. EA Sports Ignite uh, boots to glass tech. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't, boots to glass technology. Yeah, I mean, it, it might have just been trying to show off like you know the great action set pieces they they can come up with, but I didn't see anything in the game to indicate that it's going to be that constant like just swarms of people falling over you, and you know, just like a Call of Duty game has traditionally been, right? And it gets old, and that has intrigued me about this one is maybe. Maybe because you're playing specifically a seal-esque ghost character, it is more stealth-based. And it was really, like, the stealth stuff was really cool. I think so. I think it is. And uh, I don't know why they were underwater, but the end of the deep level, my god. They just, the ocean never looked so real before, and there's so much junk and rubbish. There's a a submerged lighthouse that you you swim through, and... Man, lots of schools of fish, shiny fish. Unnerving. Yeah, it, I liked it. This like weird sort of post U.S. apocalypse Call of Duty world. Like they are like changing the setting quite a bit. It's kind of cool. I'm a lot like, more intrigued by this than any other Call of Duty I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never been into the series, but this one is kind. What about the one where you shoot Fidel Castro in the beginning of the game? It was a Black Ops. Black Ops. Great. Well, Hey, you, you, a spoiler, yeah. If you haven't played it by now, you, whatever. You, Brandon, you, it's on record. You love Black Ops. It, it was a very I'm not allowed to talk game. about it much, but it's great. <laughs> I liked I liked the Family Matters game better. Call of Duty Black Cops. <laughs> is that a real thing? Anybody? No, it's not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, right. it, it's got you got to like not just try to try to dodge Urkel. It's very <laughs> frustrating. Um, moving on. So that was <laughs> that was the Activision stuff that we saw. Yeah. That was a fucking terrible. Show. So <laughs> stretched. Yeah, you really ruined that. It was yeah, like, Wikipedia, everybody. Uh, um, uh, so Marvel superhero, uh, Lego super, Lego Marvel superheroes. Um, uh, really, you'll see it all in the video. Um, but it looks fun. It it looks really cool. Agent Coulson's in it as a Lego man. For what that's worth, um, I'm not a, I'm not an Agent Coulson fan, but they sure want you to like him. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so he's there. Well, when you when you spawn him, does he just like die? And you're supposed to be like, really, really upset. Like, think, you're telling me to be engaged by this character. The, I, I noticed the the when the Wolverine Lego was just standing there, he was regenerating hearts. Uh, yes, which was Wolverine really regenerates. Oh my god! I, I let me spoil this. I love it. It's so good. Wolverine can't die. What? Well, maybe there's a point at which he can die. Probably really human. Hard. You play as human torch. If you're human torch, you can set Wolverine on fire. He melts down to an adamantium skeleton and still walks around <laughs> and regenerates. It's kind of disturbing. That's, that's <laughs> it's, great. it's really cool. I'm really excited for that. Uh, and oh my god, I did everything I could to put that Scribble Nuts game to the test. <sighs> Wait till you see the video. Yeah, let's, um, let's not. But here's the thing: you need to see how Cap breaks it and then the guy's reaction because he kind of he's like well we're not done yet uh, you probably caused him to fix or put something else that's what I was going to say they're probably just fucking they, waiting they, they said they were actually watching everything that is has being done with Scribblenauts finding where all the hiccups are like live that's and smart. making note of all of it uh, so watch yeah. the video to get more yeah uh, I just don't spoil it 
Right. I've always tiptoed around getting a Scribblenauts game. I've played other people's Scribblenauts games and really enjoyed it. This one I might have to get. And it's like, I don't even know. I don't even want to play the game. I just want to type stuff into it. That's what's great about That's, Scribblenauts. You yeah. can do Stephanie that. Brown. I mean, they they acknowledge in the trailer the curse of Stephanie Brown, the blonde <laughs> Batgirl. They, DC is from, for some reason, wiped her from continuity post New 52. They've been real dicks about it. If, you, if, you're, if you're superstitious... Uh, you may say that her appearance in Young Justice made got the series canceled, but there she is in the trailer. He called her up, and he had several costumes he could choose when he did. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Stephanie Brown. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. I never thought about Scribblenauts for a franchise, and now I'm like, what else could they do? Right? Like, that's, like, really cool possibilities. Yeah, like, you, man, you're just waiting for them to pop Star Wars uh, so they can EU it on you. I know. Oh, gosh, the entire Sindel. Thing. Call yeah. Sindel, have her uh, yeah, support yeah, some just, Ewoks. Just go to Wikipedia and just start, like, you know, <laughs> suck that whole thing into Scribblenauts database. It's like, funny oh. because in the last Scribblenauts, people made tons of custom content of just any character you can imagine. So it's cool to see actual licensed characters are, like, in the game for real now. With their with their cute little AIs, like, they all have their own interactions where, like, you know, they see a particular person and then, you know, like, based on their attitude towards them, they'll attack or whatever. It's it's a really cute Can franchise. you type Brainiac? Cool. Of course you can type Brainiac. Have you done this? No, I didn't personally do okay. it. Well, if you can you can type the anti monitor and he'll fucking show up. So, <laughs> what do you think? I I was that tempted to be, be like, uh, uh, how about uh, War World? But I <laughs> I wasn't sure what would happen. <laughs> just, uh, just the screen gets enveloped and you can't see anymore. The game just lasers. <laughs> how, it just says game over instantly. If you're in Coast City, you die immediately. <laughs> But Cap definitely broke it, so check out the video. Nerdshow.com right. slash E3. Yeah, it'll, it'll be there shortly, if not right now. Um, what, what else did you guys see? You, you, you went there to the Natsume booth, right? That, uh, we went to Natsume. Okay, so here's the deal. They, make, they, make, they, had uh, this, Harvest they had this cute little house with a girl outside with a basket full of plush dragons. And we really wanted those dragons. Yeah, so what they, they were do... They cows last they, year. They only had, like, two cards left, and they gave you and me, I think, the last yeah, two yeah, cards that, that some guy had. Yeah, that guy talked to was carrying two of them. He's like, these are my very last cards. Here you go. And Try to win that dragon. Yeah, so what you do is they have various games set up at the Natsume booth, and every time you play a game, you get a stamp. And Jono plays this one game, gets, like, a really good score, and they give her two stamps. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I only have one. I need this plush. Um, so by the time I get one, you know, I've got to do other stuff. And she comes back, like, a minute later. Somehow. <laughs> after I was waiting in line for like an hour and has a fucking plush dragon <laughs> so I'm doing that tomorrow if I can but yeah Hopefully they still how, about, how about what what are the games the old, okay. <laughs> they're all old actually not blah 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 games but the fucking stuffed <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, fuck it. Right I want a stuffed dragon. Most of the games were old. They just had them on display. Like, <laughs> I, I know that uh, Harvest Moon. <laughs> a lot of old Natsume games are available on PSN now to download. So they they were showing. Were they just like reason. if we if we let our uh, our space at E3 lapse, someone else will take it. That's so what it been... felt like. <laughs> yeah, and it had like an old 3DS rhythm game. That was the one that I got the two stamps. Oh, for. the ga- Gabriella's uh, Groove thing. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Dark, that's graveyard. Weird. Yeah. Groove. I mean, unless they made a new one, but I don't think they did. But I. I waited in line to play this game and I didn't know what it was and I get up and I see a PSP and I was like PSP what is this and it's this game called Mystic Chronicles and it's just like a 2D little um, you know turn based RPG it goes into a battle screen you see the things and you attack it and that's it and you go to towns and, and do quests and that's all it is it's really fun and Natsume always has really fun games but you know that's it. They had har- you know, Harvest Moon. Yeah, yeah, they always, they had Harvest Moon. Right. Um, they had you know a bunch of fishing games for some reason. Uh, some of them looked yeah, fun. Yeah, that, that was on a like a it was on a tablet. Yeah, we don't want to we don't ta- talk about it tablets. It was on a tablet. I played a tablet game at the booth. And you liked it. 
and I yeah. caught a very tiny fish, and the guy ridiculed me before he gave me a stamp for it. But... <laughs> they had, you know, like Rune Factory or whatever. It's it's not Sumi. They didn't really have anything new, like Blockbuster yeah, or anything. It's, it's That's not, so weird. But That's I got so a dragon, weird. so I'm happy. Yeah, and it, you know, it's a cool dragon. It's not this piece of shit dragon. It's cool. It's got a big fucking tail. And it's it's like a, it looks like little, it looks like Dratini. He's got little fairy wings. He's got fucking fairy wings. I didn't get one because I had to go see something awesome, Mad Max, and I can't complain about that. Ah, <laughs> so, yeah. so um, what else did I see? Okay, well, I didn't have much time, but as I was walking by the the Sony Online Entertainment booth, which I was like, there's a whole booth for Sony Online. She was like, I don't give a fuck. But I walked by it and. There's this game where everyone's riding on dragons and doing weird shit with them. And I was like, what is this? Have you ever played a game called Draken or heard of it? No. This old, like, heard of it. old game, old PC game where basically you're this girl and you fly in a dragon. You can go around like anywhere and there's stages and you can get on and off the dragon and fight monsters. It's like an RPG. Mm-hmm. They basically took that concept and made it an online game. So you can train your dragon, teach it new skills, customize it, customize your character, get on and off it, do whatever. That's all I really know about it. It looked it, cool. It looked cool. We didn't have time to play it, but it looked like a neat game. What's and it's, it called? It's um, called Dragon's Profit. Dragon's Profit. Hmm. All right. Um, so it's Sony Online Entertainment, which means it's probably most likely on the PS3 or most, PS4. Most likely, yeah. So. I, I don't think... It didn't look like a PS4 game. It looked like it might be on PC. Yeah, it looked like it, a it, MMO. SOE does some PC. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked neat, but I don't know much about it. I'll try to get uh, you know more stuff as we go along. Uh, but yeah. Saints Row 4? Yeah. Woo! So the the finale to what we did, the last thing we did today. We, we all got a little bit of hands on with Saints Row Four. Wub wub. <laughs> wub 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 wub. Oh, man. Yeah, man. We were not disappointed. Uh, that game is crazy. So the logical conclusion of becoming leader of the gang and running a city and everything is obviously eventually become president of the. <laughs> and if you don't live in the White House anymore, you live in the White Crib. <laughs> yeah, um, I think they say like you're president of the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I, I don't really know because they cause, fully. You thought they fully embraced ridiculousness in Saints Row the Third. They really fucking embraced ridiculousness in this game. Yeah, you start off as the president and you're in a suit and you walk down the hallway and you have all these executive decisions to make. And the guy who does Goliath's voice, what's Keith his David. name? Keith David. He's in the game. It's his actual face and voice and he comes up. He, like, he's playing himself. Yeah. It's Keith, like the trailer what? is Keith David as Keith David. He, <laughs> he appoints, the, the president appoints Keith David to his cabinet. Hey, man. That's what kind of game this I is. I liked you and they live. Come on okay. over. So the first thing you do in the entire game because <laughs> that's what I yeah. Do. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my not? God! You yeah, make, I mean, he looks qualified. <laughs> you make choices in this game. And I don't really know if they have an effect, but they're all, they might actually later. The first thing you do is that, was it Keith David who brings you those bills? Yeah. He gives you two bills. And you have to make a choice. One says fuck cancer, and the other one's like end world hunger or something. And you've got to pick one. And so you're like, well, God, what the hell is the funny line you say when he's like, well, it's time to get rid of cancer once and for all. Well, he said like, cancer had its day, but it's, but it's yeah. over now. And, then you, and then you keep walking, another prick comes up and asks you to do something, and one of the choices was punch him in the face. So I just punched him and kept walking. And here's the thing, like, Brandon drew so much fucking attention that one of the uh, lead designers came over. I think like, it was... Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? What's he gonna do? <laughs> and like, because he leaves the guy hanging, and they're like, oh, I left him hanging. Some <laughs> guy's like, you going to the party tonight, bro? And I was like, I uh, walk away. And he's like, oh, and then spill right next to me does it, and everyone in the uh, I, I, how do I deny a high five? Yeah, everyone well, in Saints Row Four. I gave him a high five when yeah. I was. Playing. All the devs were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, they were and honestly then, getting into oh, yeah. the game. And then aliens invade. Holy yeah. shit. Martian Manhunter, like a thousand of them. <laughs> and the White House, like, roof gets blown up, people get abducted, and then suddenly some weird shit happens. You jump into, like, a giant presidential gun that unfolds, and you're like, don't fuck with my country, and you start shooting down ships for some reason. And this is a historical game, correct? Uh, historically accurate. Yeah, yes. it's based on ID4. There's no points of ID4. I remember um, when that happened. I was. Do you remember where you were when ID4 hit? Yeah. Um, for the, Lauder, a a for theater Lauder near Lauder. you. <laughs> so, Lauderdale Swap Shop Driving. Oh, yeah. nice choice. Yeah. Nice choice. So that that's the opening of the game. We don't really know what happens. Uh, but then we play some other it, part it, of the game it, later. It jumps ahead where it's like, hey, uh, you like Deus Ex? You like maybe like Blade Runner and Total Recall a little bit? Just a little you like, bit. You like superpowers? How about how about Infamous? You, you, this is a sandbox game. You feel, how do you feel about Infamous? You feel good about Infamous? <laughs> Let's just throw it all together. You have superpowers now. Uh, go, go jump across rooftops, run real fast Fly. like a flash, telekinesis, whatever. Oh yeah, also dubstep gun. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's this gun they let you play the demo. It looks like a little like sideways vinyl disc, like scratch disc, and you shoot it at enemies in cars, and it makes different dubstep like sounds and, and, and music. They dance. They just... Yeah, and they dance and explode. The cars dance. And every time, and you can get new skins for the gun, and when you do, it changes the dubstep that comes out. And of it. also, the cars will dance differently. Yeah. It's it it's complete nonsense. Uh, your characters carry over. We we talked to one of the developers. I won't go. Like, this is the, all the stuff that Again, I guess we have. Well, we haven't we haven't covered. Um, we didn't cover this stuff in the video. All this this cool stuff we did. So this is what the cool stuff we did. Uh, check out our video when it comes out. Um, Hey, if you want a crazy motherfucking sandbox game in an open world never before seen, <laughs> uh, you pro- you've probably never seen shit like Saints Row 4. Well, the thing except is, like, that it's derivative from everything else, but that's why it's so fun. <laughs> the thing is, I've never been interested in any of the Saints Saints Row it's games. Basically, and I, Duke Nukem done right. Well, here's the thing. Oh is, my yeah, God, exactly. You're right. That totally was. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, exactly how Duke Nukem should have been. It's Duke Nukem Grand Theft Auto. This game, the first five minutes of the demo, made me laugh so much that <laughs> there's no way I'm not gonna get it. It's just it was that funny that I was like, I need to play the rest of the game. So. And that's I'm the thing. Excited. Like I told them, and I think I broke one of their hearts a little bit, but then they were happy. Because uh, I, I clarified, I told him I'd never finish Saints Row 3 because I spent like hundreds of hours just fucking around and shooting stuff. And they were like, you know, and I was just like, and that's what happened to me in the game demo. I just literally could not stop fucking with the dubstep gun and the black hole launcher. And they got, and then they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, you bring a progress or you've whatever. Got, you've got other skills, yeah, you know, yeah, if like, you want to use I'm like, them. shut the fuck up. Get the fuck away from me. He's like, well, you know, if you pre- you know, you don't have to press the brain button. I'm like, dude, shut, I'm doing it. They, they don't, like, they they don't, the they guys are actually. sound like that. That wasn't what they sounded <laughs> the, like. Uh, no, no, there was a guy there. Oh no, that's my hallucination. The exhibitors are actually so. really cool guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, awesome. and actually the guy who was helping us, um, super cool dude. He's the guy in the video. He was there kind of walking us through some of the gameplay. And, was he uh, lead programmer, lead designer? What was he? He was the lead systems designer. Yeah, so he's better than us. Wiki it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> read a book. <laughs> and uh, but honestly, though, um, he worked. He worked on the first one. Shout out to Dave. Yup. Yeah, he he worked on every Saints Row but the second. But the second one. So he because he, really he, he said he was working on Red Faction Guerrilla. Guerrilla Warfare. And we're not going to talk about that game. But he was. Uh, <laughs> but the systems were fantastic. I thought the system design. Oh, this, was great. the system designing <laughs> was top notch. The Everything else, mm. that the red fraction, yes, yeah, so good though. Um, not red fraction. I mean, no, no. <laughs> um, the demo was good. Uh, I thought that they they picked a good place to pl- to plop you right in the action too. Yeah, because I don't think the game completely opens that way. No. It, you know, it's Saints Row. It might actually open with you just walking, being president, and it says, "Go do some executive shit," and you walk down a hallway to get to your meeting. 
I, yeah, I definitely that's possible. believe that that's probably the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. it starts. It says five years later. They did drop. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. And you're a president. Oh, and they're going to do the inauguration station, which is uh, if you played Saints Row Three, they had a DLC available if you pre-ordered or maybe you could download it or whatever. But you could create your character early. Yeah. And uh, so you can have time fucking around with it. You can also transfer your character. And you can transfer your character! Which is in, you know, we discussed that in the interview. So. Yeah, yeah, we won't go into it anymore. They uh, won't fuck it up like Mass Effect, though. <laughs> eh, you never know. You never anyway. the fucking, yeah. Uh, you, uh, that, that was that was my day. You guys do anything else? No, I mean, that was that's most of, it. that's, I mean, E, this is the shortest we did, day we of did, E3. We did discover that there's actually two E3s going on. <laughs> there's video game E3, and then there's sales meeting E3, and they don't appreciate when you steal food from their buffet. Especially the mac and cheese, but yeah. I think it's because you put your whole hand in it without I, doing it, like, without using a fork, you just shoved your hand in it. It was thing. just the way she was so fucking indignant to me. I was like, you know what, forget <laughs> I'm it. I'm taking mac and cheese. You know what, <laughs> fuck you, this is my mac and cheese now. <laughs> it looked like she was going to say something to you, and then she just gave up. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, no. So the shortest day of E3 is always the first day. I don't really know why. It always opens up at noon as opposed to the other days and ends at like six. So it's only also, six hours. We did also have a moment of irony. Uh, pay, was it... The hell's that going? Payday. Payday 2 was giving out masks. And Matt Spill <laughs> really wanted one, and there was a two-hour line. So I pulled off an elaborate heist, and I stole a mask. <laughs> And at first I felt bad, yeah, what? but then I was like, "Then I was like, you assholes made a game about stealing shit." <laughs> and, I, and I think all we can say is, "Go play Payday 2 because yeah. uh, you it know, looks really good. Yeah, though. The first one's fun. It so. looks really fucking good. <laughs> so you stole a mask from a game that's about stealing shit. Because <laughs> I, I was didn't like, "No, you did that." No, because they wanted you to play the game, and I didn't have time because we had to go to. Activision. What did you do? Did you just go so, to the wall and take it? So, so there's a stack of masks. They're giving out masks, but you have to play the game. So I kind of like got into line for like the first part, and the guy put them down, and then turned around to answer a question. <laughs> and I just was like, "Kajoink!" And then I fucking like slow like walked back out through the back, and then I just ducked under the rope and left. Dude, you know it would have been funnier if he, he turned around and you were just wearing one of the masks, still, <laughs> still standing in line, but you were already wearing it. Oh god! But it was uh, like it, the game looks really fucking good. You play; it's basically the opening scene from Dark Knight. <laughs> but like a whole game of that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that. Right. first one, it's you know cooperative online with your friends, so it's kind of cool to right. like talk to each other over Steam and pull off a heist. And, and there's it's, a web it's, series. It's really cool. There's a web series lead up to it too. So oh neat. I kind of yeah. like. Maybe we'll link to that. Yeah, sure. Why the okay, hell not? Why not? Why the why fuck the hell not? Shit not? Okay, so uh, that was our first day. That, that was our first day. Um, if you like what you heard, please support the show. We survive on listener support. And in fact, some very generous people support us recently, so I'm going to give them the mad props they deserve. First of all, Teddy Woodall. Oh, great guy. Uh, he said, today being my birthday, I'd like to give this gift to Nerdy Show. Whoa. Right? What? How nice is that? Yeah, gift so, for his so, birthday? Yeah, yeah, wait. So I feel bad. People keep giving our, shit on their birthdays. Our birthday... Oh. I mean, it's his birthday, right? But he turned it into our birthday. Yes. So I need a new driver's license. <laughs> should, should we sing for him? Happy birthday to Teddy. Happy birthday to Teddy. Teddy. Happy birthday to Teddy. Wait, 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 wait. Was it a? Was it a? Was it a? Was it a sizable? Was it a sizable contribution? It was fucking huge. Okay. Happy birthday to. Let me put it this way: every hundred dollar mark that you pass when you support us, every hundred, like every hundred dollar mark that, like collectively for the month, like yeah. one hundred, two hundred, you earn a microsode. Teddy earned a microsode in one go. Hey, Teddy! 
Teddy. Hey, Teddy, Teddy. listen, man. Uh, you're my best friend. Except he didn't just give a present to Nerdy Show. No, he gave a present to the next person who supports us. No, shut up. He didn't do that. Uh, yeah, are you serious? He, he has got- passed his microsote on. Uh, he said, thanks again, everyone, for all you do. Oh I'd like to give this microsote to the next donator as an added gift. So this I guy. Think that, I think that they're, they're, they should. next person should choose the microsote to be about Teddy. <laughs> we can totally do an episode about Teddy Would Woodall. Would you say he's Teddy Roosevelting? Oh, oh, my, oh god. my god. It's Rose, he, the, Teddy has Roosevelted himself <laughs> into a place of infamy. We'll see what happens. So if you're the next person to support us, thanks to Teddy Woodall and his massive generosity, you will earn a microsode where we'll talk about whatever you want us to talk about for 15 to 30 minutes. And that goes for anybody who breaks us over the uh, 100 mark. Yeah, we're it, taking track on Nerdy Show. Yeah, it'll happen again. We got to hit our monthly support goal of three hundred dollars. That's how we pay for all of uh, all the shows on the network to survive. That's that's our minimum minimum bare cost. Our minimum, bare minimum. minimum. Like like at that point, we're still using hamsters for electricity. Yeah, it's not good. So, um, so I've been using hamsters for other things, but I <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom right after this. Is all I'm gonna say. Dude. Uh, huge thanks to Teddy. Also thanks to Joe Barda, who also contributed this month. Uh, he said, thanks. Uh, thank you guys for another amazing book club episode. Hope this finds you all well. And at the end of last month, we got some uh, contributions from uh, Durafago and Robert Madden. Robert Madden said, shout out to my two favorite shows, The Real Congregation and Epic Podcast. I love wow. Madden. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Yeah. And those are good shows. Yes, they are. I mean, they all you are. Check but, them out. You know. Real Congregation is a weekly journey into one Record Geeks record collection, <laughs> uh, bi-weekly actually, uh, which as in every other week. Um, and Epic Podcast is uh, a show about NYC nerds hosted by Nelson Lugo, magician and a host of Epic Wind Burlesque, and Schaefer the Dark Lord, hardcore nerd rapper is, is from the true? underworld. Is it true that Nelson Lugo is the only is the first ever non-virgin magician? This may be true. Wow. But having, <laughs> having never penetrated him, who am I to say? <laughs> but he's but he's super awesome. Um, the whole the whole epic podcast thing is just fucking yeah. It's a great show, and balls. like I said earlier, awesome. uh, Lucas Siegel from Newsarama has been on there a couple times, and uh, both appearances have been uh, very cool. So uh, check definitely check out those shows and check out the rest of our E three coverage at nerdyshow.com slash e three coming to you all E three week long. Oh my god. Ah! Okay, so anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out. Um, we checked out one of the halls today that didn't have the big three in it. I think tomorrow, aside from our appointments that we've got, what appointments do we have, John? Man, we have that one appointment. Yeah, pull it up quick. Yep, uh, I got you on the spot. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna be we're gonna do Konami. Konami. Konami yeah. Okay, so we have Konami, mm-hmm. and by the way, those are gonna be actually demos. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're gonna play some shit. Ooh. And it's Konami. Uh, think might, it's Metal Gear. We maybe. might drop in on uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro is going to be Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be there uh, showing some Pacific Rim stuff, including yeah, an exclu- exclusive clip. And that's courtesy of Qualcomm Snapdragon. Not that that matters, but but I hey, thought that was weird that it's part of like a cell phone campaign. Thing James or... Qualcomm. The, yep. They they, they ch- qual no, now. No. <laughs> qual now. Qual of duty. Uh, then we have then we have this uh, new breakout indie developer Square Enix uh, yeah they're they're an up and coming little uh, company yeah I, I heard that they actually used to be called Squaresoft which is even more obscure I heard they used to be called Enix okay well that's wrong but we'll uh, talk <laughs> anyway, about that we, later we got, we got an appointment with Squaresoft hopefully we're gonna check out the new uh, Final Fantasy 14 honestly I didn't, ex- I didn't expect to care it's not it's not 15 it's 14 well, 14 no, no, is no, no. It, it is oh, 15. No, 15. You're right, it is 15. 15. Yeah, 14 it, is the It was originally... There was tactics, right? 
It's yeah. 2x2s. We're actually on 16, aren't we? Yeah, well, anyway. There's a lot of other shit. Anyway, oh, you're right, you're right. You are right. It's 15. It, it was, was formerly... originally versus 13, which I don't still know what that but means. Whatever they got now. now. I saw the trailer yesterday. It kind of blew my mind. I haven't cared about Final Fantasy in a very long time, and this got my interest. So we'll check that out. And also maybe Murdered Soul Survivor. And we also have um, the Sony uh, Online Entertainment Happy Hour. Which I can only assume is just going to be them getting super drunk and making X-Bone jokes. <laughs> but, but, hey, remember that time we said that you can play used games in our system? How badass oh, is that? Hey, 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 you like used, you like used games? Have some, have some used beer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. we'll let you know how all that stuff goes down in tomorrow's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Matt. I'm John Lavelle. And I'm Jonna. Later! <laughs> It used to be the chest was one animation, but now <laughs> the left and the right boob Each with separate. separate boob technology. Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. Nerdy Show is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, my footmen, and the generous support of listeners like you. How nice it is that you have money to give. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, or making a contribution in our monthly support drive, which helps our valets. Very much so. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programming, community forums, videos, and articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We can save the Abbey together. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.